1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time ad-free over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are breaking it all down with the one, the only Sarah Farasia.
0: Hi, David Yantif. Oh my God, David
1: Adorio. Can I just tell you? Um, I was just on IG looking at some old things from a week or two ago. Diana Jenkins has just called in the Ghostbusters and what? uh, she said that she's having her house saged. Uh, to clear it from all of uh, all all the haters out there. Oh,
0: okay. She's just gonna fight back. I think that's what people want. They just want you to like.
1: She doesn't care.
0: They would just say double down. I don't. Think she she, she does not it, sure.
1: care. Um, Mm -hmm. nope, she doesn't care. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on about Randall Emmett. Have you seen this? Oh
0: my God. Um, you know, it's out here in LA, you know, I live in LA and it's in the LA times. I have not read it. I have seen that. I've just read like the recap of like the juiciest stuff. What's your thoughts? I mean, I loved your Emmett interview. Uh, I've listened to Layla's podcast. I've loved Layla on your show. I mean, to some degree sorry.
1: <laughs> you could listen, Kim D mispronounces everyone's name too. So like, why, why shouldn't you? I mean, I gotta that's, meet,
0: I gotta that's meet my girl, Kim D. Kim D and I have so much in common. Um, okay. Lala. <laughs> I
1: I can't read this LA times okay. thing because it wants me to subscribe and I'm not I know that. I'll give you my subscription. I mean, that's a problem, but it's just it's coming out. I mean, I don't know if you have it there and you can read any of it, but it's just coming out that it's. I mean, the t- this is not good. I mean, the title is "The Man Who Played Hollywood Inside Randall Emmett's Crumbling Empire." I mean, it's such a bad. It's such a bad article. I mean, here's the thing that I know about Randall. Now, I have a friend. She's like a narcissist abuse expert. And so she always talks to me about, she actually, um, dated Luis Reyes, uh, Teresa's person who she claims okay. is a narcissist. She, so she goes down and she says like Jim Edmonds and, you know, Megan King's ex and, um, and, um, and, uh, Luis and Randall. She always says Randall is like classic narcissist, which, I have not I have a situation with Randall. I've had a situation and here's the thing. Okay. Look at how you always get excited when I'm about to reveal something. I
0: love tea. I love scandal.
1: Now it's just, listen, this is, it's a whole, this is, everyone's going to love this because here's some behind the scenes stuff. I, okay. I had Randall on my show. I absolutely loved him. I will agree. I loved him. But if you think about it, that is what a narcissist does, right? They 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 you win you over. Right. Yes. But I'm just I'm not making any statements about him being I just had him, I loved him. So that was that. We you texted each other, loved each other, whatever. Then I had Megan Weaver on. Now Megan Weaver is on Jeff Lewis's show, as we all know. Oh, look how excited you're getting keep going. So she's, Megan Weaver is from flipping out and Megan, listen, the thing is as much as I suck as a person and I, am not good at anything in life, I'm good at this podcast and I'm good. Like I, I can read people like I, 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 I'm a mess in my life, but it's not, it's, I just can't, I, I, I I know what situations are. So Randall, so I had Megan Weaver on, has nothing really to do with Randall. It's flipping out. Jeff Lewis, let's talk about Gage and Jenny. She's on the radio now with Jeff. However, Randall and Lala, if you remember, were on flipping out because Jeff did their house along with Megan. Okay. So the bottom line is Megan didn't tell me. So we talked about that all positive. Oh my God, La la, love la, la. Megan wouldn't say anything bad about it anymore. So the episode comes out and in the title, it's like Megan Weaver on, you know, I always put what we talk about, Jeff Lewis on, G- on Jeff and Jenny on Jeff and Gage flipping out. And I said on Randall and Lala, because we talked about that, you know, let's put that in the title. Let's get everyone to listen. We're going to talk about Randall and Lala period. That's really that end of it. So now She told this story about Leonardo DiCaprio, about his beach house in Malibu and how his beach house was decorated Titanic theme. So I'm like, yes, "Yes."
0: I remember this because this even made Vanity Fair.
1: Keep going. Right. Because this is part of the story. This is not me bragging. This is actually part of the story. So right. So it was I was like, wait a second, because now that I know what the media looks for, I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the biggest movie stars in the entire world had this beach house in Malibu that you stayed at. And there's like, what? Like Titanic posters of himself? Like he's like, this is like a shrine to the Titanic. I think that's kind of crazy. So of course the media did and it went everywhere. Vanity Fair. So it went and every time there was a press hit so that the episode comes out. And as these things are being hit, I'm saying to Megan, like, hey girl, like you're making the big time. I mean, not with an ego, just like kidding around. Like, look at all like, go knock on fucking Jeff Lewis's door and show him all this press you're getting over here. Like, fuck him, You're, you're Megan Weaver. You know, it's fun. Then she was in Architectural Digest and she's a designer. I'm like, I got you an Architectural Digest, honey. Megan and I had like a four day love affair. So this is important in this story because we were going back and forth. So I was in constant contact with her over the four days that this press erupted. Randall so Randall just this is so period then my phone rings it's fucking Randall Emmett okay so I pick up and Randall's like Randall's like you know Megan is really mad at you now he's doing a movie with Megan Fox in Machine Gun Kelly I almost shit my fucking pants I'm like what like, I do not want to be on Megan Fox's bad side. Like, what did I do? Uh, he said, Megan, I thought he met Megan Fox. I'm not even like assuming that, right? He's you're on the movie set with Megan wow. Fox. So I'm like, yeah, I literally almost shit my pants. I'm like, I don't want Megan Fox coming for me, Machine Gun Kelly. Like, I'm scared. That would be awesome press though. That would we'll be awesome, press right, and he's like, "No, not Megan Fox, you idiot, Megan Weaver." So, <laughs> right, so now I'm like really confused, and he's like, "Well, I just spoke to Megan Weaver." I'm like, okay. "What does?" No, okay, let me also give you a backstory. Quick, quick backstory. He owed Megan Weaver money allegedly. Megan didn't tell me this, but someone else. So this is just allegedly like a thing that was out there. Okay. okay?
0: Which, by the way, I mean, Randall and 50 Cent had a very public. I mean, there were, you know, and that was over money and contract disputes and a lot of shady, allegedly.
1: And not for nothing. He owed Dana Wilkie money, our Dana Wilkie. And that is a public thing. And I think I think
0: in this article, the highlights that I've read, I mean, allegedly Randall would send assistants, people that worked for their team to go get drugs And then meet him at various hotels and he often wouldn't have the money. So he would ask in various ways for them to put it on their credit cards, get cash and pay for drugs. Like, I mean, the heart of this story, supposedly from all the highlights I've read so far is, you know, he's he's or was a crazy drug addict. And I mean, he owes a lot of people money that he would borrow from. So they would buy him and go pick up. I mean, he would ask assistants to drive across L.A., pick up drugs and then carry the drugs
1: lala i mean lala is so i've had her on She is. you could all think what you want about lala lala is fucking brilliant she's she's smart it's really i have no reason to say this she's just she's smart she's a real business okay. woman. she's great but so he owed megan money let's just put that out there allegedly but so that because that's important for the story so he called me and he said megan is mad at you it's not megan fox it's megan weaver i'm like oh what? And he's like, I just spoke to Megan and she's pissed off that you're putting the episode out now. It's like, it was like four weeks old, three weeks old. That's what happens. We have a schedule here. He's like, so like, so it it clicked, David, it clicked. Now he was calling me because he wanted me to take the episode down because his name is in the title and he thought that we said, Randall's oh. a scumbag and he owes you money. So instead of just saying that to me, I'm a straight shooter. You call me and you're, te- now this is why I told you about the press. If this okay. was like yeah. Snooky or all these other people, I interviewed Suzanne Summers, I, he thought he was big Hollywood producer and I was little David. He didn't understand that I'm, wait, I'm speaking to Megan Weaver every 15 minutes, Megan, you just made people magazine. Hey, Megan, you just, so he took for granted the fact that we were, he just assumed I was like some loser that you, you know what I mean? Like I'm not speaking to Snooki every day after she's on my podcast. He kind of just skipped that step that in what world, like he didn't assume that Megan's not mad. I mean, I just spoke to her 30 seconds ago, dude, like this story doesn't add up. It's, yeah. it's bullshit. I'm speaking to Megan Weaver, like she's not mad at me. So then I, of course, when it was over, I texted her and I'm like, um, Randall just called me and says you're mad at me. And she's like, oh my God. So that's what it turned out to be. He was calling me because he owed her money, allegedly. And when his name was in the title, he wanted me to take the episode down because he thought we said Randall's a scumbag and he owes money. We didn't say that. We just said, oh my God, Randall and La La flipping out, woo, fangirl, you get it? Yes. So when yes. that happened, I was like, Oh, I see it. You're such an insecure person. I, so that's the crap I saw. Then he FaceTimed me. FaceTime me and said, "Dude, I'm on the set of the movie. Face showing me the, the movie. It was who's was, wow. was doing reshoots in Puerto Rico. Oh no, no, it gets better. He's like, bro, you know what, bro? You're gonna come. You're coming to the premiere. You're gonna be on the red carpet with like oh. MGK and Megan. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Like, I mean, I knew this would never happen. So listen, I'm not coming for him. I'm just telling this really true story. There you go. People love these behind the scenes things. So that really happened, and it was that moment that I was like." oh, this was, this was before all the stuff came out. I was just like quietly, like, I'm not going to say anything to Lala. It's like, it's a small thing. I was just like, oh man, like, you can't even handle like you really want to control the narrative like you can't handle yeah, he this does. but he does. so i mean this isn't david yontef behind the velvet robe i mean pat myself on the back this is the fucking la times and this headline is way worse than thinking that i said that you know megan owes you money or what you owe megan money so this has got to be he's got to be freaking out best about crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment it's a mindset thank you crocs and right now you get 20 percent off your next purchase at crocs.com just use the code sandals 20 at checkout That's sandals 20 at crocs.com for 20 percent off your purchase i know you guys love listening to my five day a week celebrity interview podcast but guess what I found another podcast that interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous that Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel, oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy
0: listening. I mean, he's put out a statement to the New York Post now. He says this is part of Lala Kent's um, smear campaign against him. But, you know, this is a long researched article, and it alleges that the 51-year-old faces mountains of debt, lawsuits and abuse allegations. Um, one woman who was even represented by Gloria already. you did a fantastic interview with her too. claimed in a letter obtained um, by the newspaper that Emmett once told her when she was 23, that to receive acting work from him, she would have to perform sexual favors. She settled the $200,000 um, lawsuit with, you know, with him. Um, I mean, everything. Uh, The young woman ended up landing minor roles in two of Emmett's films. And according to Allred's letter during that period, allegedly gave the movie producer massages, oral sex, and allowed him to digitally penetrate her in addition to standing naked in front of him as he masturbated in his office. Um, I mean, the allegations are crazy of drugs, of everything. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, listen, here's the thing, you know, don't listen to us. Everyone decide on your own. Is anyone, yeah. does this shock? Is this shocking?
0: Well, it's not shocking in light of everything we've heard through, um, you know, Me Too, right? I mean, this is re- very reminiscent of Harvey Weinstein. Like me, you know, Emmett probably isn't as big as Harvey Weinstein is in Hollywood or was, but it's very much like that where essentially, you know, he, and I mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure the mountains of debt, all that stuff is true. You know?
1: Uh, I, t- I tend to believe it's true. I tend to believe the drugs are true. I tend to believe all of it really, but yeah, I mean, but I can tell you, I mean, I don't know. I've had Lala on here. I don't think Lala is, this is like, she's, listen, I think it's honestly the opposite. I mean, the most important thing in her life is ocean and this is ocean's father. So when she says, I don't really want to go and say all these things. I mean, she's said it before on my show, Stasi's show. She's like, look, I can go so much deeper. Like, I just, it's my daughter's father. I'm not going to. So I don't think this is a part of Lala Kent's smear campaign and that sh- this is what's keeping her up at night. I mean, no one's, no one's, what's her benefit in that? I mean, it's over, right? Like she doesn't need to get back in anyone. It's over. It's, I'm not shocked. I'm not. And there's my story to add to it. And it's look, yeah. more, more stuff could come out. But I mean, this has got to be like if you're worried about your name in a headline on Behind the Velvet Rope with Megan Weaver, I, this article's got to be. And not. look, I
0: think you and I, you know, it, you and I have this conversation offline all the time. It never fails to amaze me. These people who, I mean, housewives, like the fact that they are reading Reddit threads and listening to our podcast. I mean, I, it's, it's great for us, but I mean, I'm just saying like, it never fails to amaze me how huge the stars are and how much they care. And I think you see that from the Kardashians, right? The Kardashians for years and years, they read all their press, you know, they read all their press. They now control all their press. I mean, I'm sure they've had m- many, 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 many fake Finsta accounts. They've even admitted it that where they're like trying to control the air. I mean. I guess that's what it takes to be a star. Like you have to care that much. Um, I mean, I assume the
1: Kardashians have 15 people in a room that read all the press. I doubt. I mean, do they read it themselves? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think they, oh, I think Kim still does. Kim's very, very aware of
0: her. I think, I, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't read all of it now because there's so much all the time, but oh, I think,
1: yeah, Kim and Chris. Oh my God. 100%. Well, guess what, what? guess what, Sarah? Guess what, Sarah? What? Kim Kardashian, you are an icon. Chris Jenner, <laughs> you are amazing. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian, you are the closest thing to God. Kendall Jenner, you are gorgeous. Kylie Jenner, I love you girl. Courtney, I love my Courtney. <laughs> so I just take it in. Let's put your name in the headlight here. You guys are epic. I'm not saying anything bad about it. Kardashian.
0: I've said it for years. I- I've said it for years. I you, how can you hate on them? They, they, they created a media empire and I, they are, and it's, they should be an inspiration to everybody because believe me for how many years were they a joke? I mean, it's still, they still are, but, but I mean, now they're laughing all the way to the bank, but I mean, for years, I mean, people were like, Kim will never appear on the cover of Vogue. Kim isn't this. She's not. I mean, Kim has defied every single thing that people have said she can't do. They're amazing. And Chris, Chris, look, she was a marketing machine for Caitlin when Caitlin was, you know, before Caitlin's transition and she was an Olympian. I mean, Chris brought Bruce back from like the brink of basically bankruptcy. I, yeah, I mean, they're genius. I I have nothing but great things to say too. And I, I adore Chloe. I think everybody wants to see Chloe happy and
1: Kim's amazing. Kim's a genius. And not for nothing, every person I have on my show that knows them says the same thing. They fucking work. They work. And yeah, like you, you, you like read about them with, yes, they, they, they make questionable choices with their hearts. Okay. Like they're picked these guys, but short of that, you really, when do you read anything scathingly negative, really dark about the Kardashians? Like, where's this? For, you do because like, i don't like i don't you know I'll, racist but there is sued. stuff i know about the the ex-assistant is that what it is
0: well uh i don't know about that i just know about she's coming out with um she was trying to come out with a makeup line she stole another you know i think oh. they do i think they do much like what mark zuckerberg has been accused of for years which is they find other content creators and they rip off everything that they're doing and then they create their own stuff i mean you can argue that's capitalism. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is notorious for flying people out to Facebook, pretending like he's going to hire them, taking all their ideas and then never calling them again. I mean, that that's those stories have been out there for years and years and years. And the Kardashians, not in a different way, but they allegedly, I mean, Kim's being sued right now for not skims, but um, from a allegedly taking from a black creator. Um, and anyway, I mean, so you, you
1: that's what it's a lot of it. Well, I mean, I guess then my point yes. that I just Kim try Kardashian,
0: to make is wrong. Kim Kardashian lawyer says skin trademark lawsuit is not what it seems. We've done nothing wrong. Okay. So the whole gist of this is um, she's been, Kim's being sued for skin, um, is responding Skins. to a lawsuit against her claiming, well, now she's going to launch a skincare line called Skin, S-K-K-I, or SKKN. Claiming her company has done nothing wrong. In a lengthy statement provided to Us Weekly, uh, lead attorney Michael Rhodes, who represents the 41-year-old, denied any wrongdoing. The lawsuit is not what it seems. Um, And uh, Let's see. Anyway, you can read the whole thing, but this is allegedly she stole from a Brooklyn-owned Miss Lunsford company.
1: Well, as... small business. Well, give the woman 150 grand and have her go. I mean, as Mr. Wonderful says, like, you know, what's going to stop one of the big guys from coming along and crushing Uh you like the cockroach that you are? That's what Mr. Wonderful says. Um, Okay, so I guess my point of what I was just trying to say about the Kardashians is totally been proven wrong. So, David, go check yourself at the door.
0: Well... Anyway, no, I, I think I get what you're saying. I get, but what you're that's saying.
1: but that's the thing about Randall. And so, listen, with Harvey, it started as one article, didn't it? By Ron, like, I mean. Oh,
0: for, I mean, and for so. years, I mean, it was little whispers, and we've seen that with Randall. Whether it's been, you know, Fifty Cent, Layla drops. I mean, if you listen to Layla's podcast, if you La-la. read between the lines. Oh my God! Stop.
1: It's okay. You just you're 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 learning your Bravo people as we as we go along, and that's okay. No,
0: I'm a terrible. I've never been a Vanderpump Rules fan. That's why. Um, Lala.
1: Well, Lala, if I you mean, listen to
0: her podcast and you read between the lines, you know there's a
1: lot of drama there.
0: But anyway, it was very scathing. Yes,
1: it was very scathing. Everyone should read it. Now, speaking of lawsuits, Miss Nene Elise. <gasps> This is a juicy one. That's just dropping. Now, listen, listen, I, there's nothing attractive about someone who says, I told you so. There's nothing attractive. <laughs> oh,
0: here we go. Okay, but okay.
1: When it comes to the legal matters, as I am a lawyer, and really, that's not a brag. There's nothing to brag about being a lawyer. Really, trust me. Um, I really wish I wasn't. Um, I told you so told you this is how it's going to play out. It's not going to court. It's going to settle. And Nini's going to get some money. So I am not, once again, you and I have never really argued the merits of whether she should sue or not sue. I'm just saying, look, she alleges these things happen. They either did or they didn't. I do not really care to comment on that. The bottom line is you file a lawsuit like this, you're going to walk away with money. So right? So she's going to get, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying now there's like going to be forced arbitrations with Andy Cohen and Bravo, and they're going to have to pay off Nini. She's going to get money. So, well, they, have
0: okay. So from what I, I read and you're the attorney, so you tell, but they've been in arbitration for a while. Now the judge has given a 45 day extension because what Bravo and these production comp or Bravo, Andy Cohen, have offered Nini, she doesn't want to take, right? So the gist of this basically is they have 45 days to come up with a cash agreement and probably a statement, right? Right, like what you're going to admit to, what I'm not going to admit to, NDA, you know, is is Nini ever going to be allowed to talk about it again or not? Um, no. And- Right. She'll never. Right. That's that's the, basically that's what you give up. Right. You get the five or ten million dollars, but you can never speak about the terms of the agreement or anything about Bravo or Andy again. Right. And you're never going to work there again. You might work for another network. I, I would think I don't know. Maybe they'll hire her again. I don't know. Um, but do you they they are rejecting that. I mean, I almost wonder part of me, you know, does she just want
1: to see this go to trial? listen, and again, I I don't know. I mean, look, I feel, again, look, you could argue this both ways. One, you could say, does NeNe really lie? Does NeNe really play the game? Not really. Not really. To me, NeNe is like a brandy. Like, NeNe kind of just is like, this is what happened. I mean, I'm not dealing with the ramifications. So to me, on one hand, NeNe, doesn't she's not in that look even when this thing was happening with Denise and Brandy Kyle is like say what you want I mean Brandy might be an alcoholic she might be a drunk she might be crazy but she's not a liar I kind of feel the same way about Nini but on the other hand is Nene just a genius? And she's like, someone got it in her ear and they're like, You're wronged, and we can spin this and you can get money. I'm not gonna judge that. I'm not gonna, because that's when you know people date. You where, have to know you and I are too white racist right? when we start to judge it. So I'm not gonna judge that, nor do I want to, nor is that my point. Cause I just like to focus on the business aspect of it. The bottom line is like whether it's real or not, which we am not judging. She's gonna get money. It's not just gonna go away. I just would love to know the dollar amount of what she's not accepting. I don't know. I don't think personally, I don't think she's like waiting for it to go to trial. I think she wants money. I mean, I wonder the two things is like the bigger picture of this is like, you know, Andy who spoke up and said, you know, this isn't, this isn't happening in and Atlanta. The contract says this has to happen in New York. And the judge was like, we don't really care what the contract said. It's going to happen in Atlanta. So it's like, look, these Bravo contracts are very, very, very one-sided. It's not a slight against Bravo. VH1, MTV, you know, you're in the business. Any network that you are signing on, you can't negotiate. They're very one-sided about your rights and, and everything you're giving up. So, I just think it's the bigger picture of like, you know, any settlement is kind of like a win for any housewife of like, is this going to open the floodgates of people coming? I'm not saying let's not get too dramatic here. Like I don't think everyone's going to come forward and sue Bravo, but it's just a bigger, like, we're not afraid. We're not going to take this laying down. So this isn't going away with zero dollars so at the end of the day nini will get money i wonder i wonder i wonder if nini is also trying to throw in like i want this much and i want a show because i can tell you they ain't giving her a show like they'll say yeah I, i this is just my opinion okay i'll take x amount of dollars but she also she's not settling unless it's a show and they're saying like, we will never work with her. Here's an extra million or something. Like, I just believe if that comes to it, that Bravo and Andy and all that will pay extra to not have to ever work with her again. And I think she might really want to hold out for this future. And I think it'll have to be extra money to not have like a, a development deal or a show or something. I mean, I think she's, I, I think that she wants a show in addition to it, I do. You guys know I work from home, and because of that, I travel a lot, and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere, and it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven. They'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and Talkspace.com.
0: You do. Uh, That's. I I mean, look, I'll tell you from the article, it's fascinating, right? There's they're stuck on something because it sounds like they've been in arbitration for a while. And now here they go with a 45 day extension. So something there is a hold up there. To me, it's more like I think she wants them to admit that they were racist and they're not Mm. they're not going to ever publicly say that. Oh, God, no. You know they they each get to put out statements, right? Like, okay, we've we am you know, whatever, we settled this, and you know, Bravo was found that you know, whatever, blah blah blah. Sometimes they admit some sort of guilt, you know, but it's never like really what it starts as. Or she gets to say, you know, I I want to make the statement that. I settled this racist, you know, lawsuit against Andy Cohen and Bravo. I think it's about the terminology, but it did sound like it was also about the dollar amount, that she was not happy
1: with the dollar amount.
0: So we'll see. And I, mean, I
1: love that you say five or 10 million. I mean, I don't think it's anything close to that. If I had to take a guess.
0: Really? Well, you know, know, you you know, things bigger. You
1: I don't I mean, 10 million dollars.
0: Wasn't she asking, asking for 10? Wasn't she asking for 10? Was that, was that, was
1: that what it was? I don't think she's going to get anything close to that.
0: Let me, let me look.
1: I don't think she's, I mean, even 5 million. Listen, here's the thing before we move on. Let me just explain what the thing is. It is such a risk for both sides to go to trial. Like your deal, your deal for 2 million or whatever it is could become zero at trial. And same thing with Bravo at trial, your 2 million could become, you know, to 10 million plus admit this. And so it's just, it really, I would say the chances of this going to a trial are so slim. And I, I just, when it's settled guys, I just want it. You know, I love talking money. I just want it to leak. I just want to know what the terms are of this, this settlement. I, I just want to know.
0: I think she'll get several million, but you're so right, by the way, they don't, neither party wants this to go to trial because I mean, think of everything. Nini's being sued now by her boyfriend's ex-wife. I mean, even think of Candy Burris. A lot of, a lot of them have not come, by the way, all across the Housewife board, a lot of people now they are still working for Bravo. So of course they can't, but if they were called to trial, Candy and many others are, they're not defending Nini. They they really aren't. I mean, they're they're basically saying either I I don't want to comment, this isn't my experience, I don't believe it's true. By the way, I mean Candy alleges that Nene was racist to her. I mean listen
1: to my interview with Candy, listen to my interview with Sheree, listen to you know, my interview with I mean, it's I ask all of them. Anybody who has worked with Nini that is on behind the Velcro, I have asked all of them. I asked Marlo Hampton. What I did Sheree, hey,
0: by the way, did Sheree comment?
1: Look, they all it, 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 they all say what they say without answering it. I mean, Sheree says, I mean, look, I mean, the bone collector ain't gonna let me get one over on her. Sheree says, like, you know, Nini's relationship with Kim is Nini's relationship with Kim. And it's different than my relationship with Kim. That was her answer. That's not exactly answering the question, is it? I mean, I can't go all lawyer on Sheree Whitfield and say, um, that's not answering the question. The bone collector would come for the bone me, Sarah.
0: I know that that's a good answer, though. That's but I.
1: it's a good answer. And it's not I, that I'm afraid of these people. It's just that when when we want them back on the podcast, we have to get them back on the podcast. So, no, I mean, I, you I think know, that's good.
0: I mean, the bottom line is I'm sure Nini's a lawyer. They're going to settle. That's the bottom line.
1: They're going to sell, and I just want to know for how much. Um, speaking of RHOA, I mean, this made me very happy. I don't really agree with this ranking, but Miss Kenya Moore has come up with her list of the shadiest housewives in history, and the number one shadiest housewife on Kenya Moore's list is Kenya Moore, so Miss Moore thinks that she is the shadiest of them all, Number two, she puts Bethany Frankel. I don't really think Bethany is shady at all. She is kind of direct and will tell you to go fuck yourself. But mm-hmm. I don't really know if the shade is real from Bethany. That's her number two. Number three, she gives credit to, you know, the OG herself, Miss Camille Grammer, or as you like to call her, Camille Meyer. Um Camille's pretty shady. I, I would agree with that one. Oh, Camille's Number four is uh, another blast from the past season one. Uh, oh, gee, Miss Lisa Vanderpump. I have mixed feelings on Lisa. I don't know if Lisa's really
0: that shady either. Really? I was going to say Lisa could move to position number two for me. Camille Meyer could stay at three. Um, and, and
1: five is my girl, Miss Phaedra Pops.
0: Totally shady. Yep. Okay. Love it. Um, I don't know. I mean,
1: anyone? Does anyone jump out of like? I mean, Kenya I get is the sh- off
0: the list. I get think. Bethany
1: off list. Who is like shady? Who is shady? Um, I mean, because to me, like the definition of shady is like I'm going to give you. A- I mean, where the fuck is Lisa Rinna on this list? Where's I Lisa Rinna?
0: Lisa Rinna goes in the category of Bethany to me. Like, I don't I really think pretty direct. Yeah. I was thinking more my Potomac gals. Like, is Candy Gal shady? You know, um, <sighs> Candy Gal's a little, can be a little shady. You know, is Giselle, Giselle. Can be
1: a little, sh- oh, oh God. Giselle is way up there, guys.
0: I mean, so kind of, I feel like Kenya's number one, Lisa Vanderpump to me is, is that British um, shade. Number two. Camille Meyer can stay at three. I think I would put Phaedra at four. And then I think I would have um, Miss Giselle at number five.
1: Miss Giselle, I uh, yes. I mean, Giselle to me might be like number two or three.
0: Giselle is one
1: one shady biatch. Giselle is shady.
0: And I love it. Yeah. I mean, Giselle, like we talked about at the reunions, I mean, they all come for her with binders and receipts and, oh Lord, the pastor doesn't want anything to do with her. And she just sits there and she's like, she just, oh my God, to me, she's the best response, which she, she doesn't even respond. She's just like.
1: Candy okay. gal is pretty. Candy gal, well, candy gal is, is pretty, shade. is pretty shady. I love the candy gal. Yeah. But, but she's also kind of directed in your face too. And will just throw you down.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think candy gal, you know, the, she, she's pretty shady. She's pretty shady on Twitter. I mean, you know, the stuff, I mean, yeah, the stuff,
1: that's the, you true. Know, the day
0: that Ashley Darby was giving birth to her second child and she's out there calling her up Lord, I don't know <laughs> kinds of stuff. I mean, it was like, oof the shade. shade
1: So that's that. Um, what else is keeping you up at night in the broader world here?
0: Okay. A million things. Well, two, two last stories I really want to cover. You know, I really want to know your thoughts on Wendy Williams, who is icon. And, you know, I started in radio. I I used to listen to Wendy on the radio in New York city. I adore Wendy. One of the greatest talk shows. I don't care what people say, who said every housewife on
1: she's, she's, she's the master.
0: She's the master. Wendy is reportedly launching a podcast. Do you think it will one really launch? And two, do you think it will be successful
1: launching how like on her own? Because let's not forget this is the same woman who like a few months ago or weeks or whatever you want to call it wanted Seth Rogan money. What did you want? $40 million.
0: I would bet she still wants 40 million. I, there's no network picking her up. So, you know, Spotify often pays people. um, I think Wondery does, iHeartRadio. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the big people are now paying, you know, famous people to launch podcasts. Um, Wendy says she can make a lot. Do you believe this? Wendy said in her statement to TMZ, she can make more money podcasting than on television. Do you believe that?
1: Uh, Zero percent chance. <laughs> Hi, I'm David, the podcaster from behind the valve. Yeah, work, we
0: both work like nonstop on our podcast. Is like, eh, but I mean, again, Wendy is one. I mean, so how
1: much did been- she make? Well, I mean, forty million dollars, sure. But how much did she get paid from the Wendy Show a year? Five million dollars? I thought oh. it was closer to ten. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. As the named person, Wendy, and the syndicated national, I would think that. That was the, God. they must be now they're saving money with Sherry Shepard for her first year. Man, uh, listen, the whole Wendy thing to me is just really sad because she
0: made 55,000 per episode. I mean, oh my God. And how many episodes did they do?
1: So Sarah, do you make 55,000 per episode when you and I talk? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I wish. I'm just wondering. Uh, I wish Wendy- so too
0: wendy's net worth uh reportedly as of march 2022 total was 40 million
1: dollars i believe it i believe it. you have a show i mean you keep your head down like that ellen pompeo on that Grey's anatomy and you just yeah you know, when when your name is in the title man and you just year after year show up and that's yeah i i believe that uh, she you know and it's I totally believe that. It's
0: not a good sign that she doesn't have somebody. I mean, maybe she does behind the scenes. They're working it. Um, but she, I. the way the TMZ interview sounded this week, she was almost even thinking about distributing it on her own, which look, you and I do that. And it does bring you a lot of flexibility. You can get advertisers from every single, I mean, left, right, and st- I mean, you could take money from everybody. So maybe going independent is the way to go, but-
1: I mean, no one's giving her $49 to start. She's got to be the next Rogan. I mean, then she could have it.
0: It, it, I think it has potential to be huge. I love Wendy. I want to see her back. Um, You know, they said for her health purposes, which her lymphedema, I mean, everything is so bad um, that it makes sense because she can literally do the podcast from home and she can call in huge names. Apparently she dropped that she would have former President Trump on and Kim Kardashian. I mean, that'd be
1: huge ratings. Listen, I think she can do it. I think she can get Kim, probably, right? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Oh,
0: I think she could definitely get Kim. I mean, remember when she was going through her kind of divorce renaissance there? I mean, she was out here in L.A. staying at the Kardashian property. So, yeah, yeah I think I think they would definitely be on. Um, I mean, and
1: here's the thing, like, you know, and no shade to Bethany Frankel and stuff. But, like, I mean, Wendy's the real deal. Like, it would be the Wendy show in a podcast form. So if she's really ready to work, you know, I do think it's sad think because the hard part, there yeah. are articles where she says like, you know, I'm going to be back on TV in two years. It's like, girl, you're not.
0: Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think this segues to, I mean, we really need to hear from you. You, you were getting major press again this week for the Tom Arnold interview that you did where Tom Arnold says, and by the way, I think Nini's team backed this up all coming from behind the velvet rope that Tom Arnold and Nini leaks were tapped to do a talk show after Wendy Williams, but it all went South because it was when Wendy Williams had an Hermes handbag with Nini leaks sayings all over it. Like, um, oh my God, what were some famous ones that like Nini, bloop, bloop all, bloop, all these things, so and then NeNe made a comment about how shady it was that Wendy had a bag with her sayings on it. And essentially, the, Tom Arnold says that was it, that when Nini came critically for Wendy, Wendy shut down. Wendy had so much power. I totally believe this, by the way. This was several years ago that Wendy had so much power when he said, I'm not, no, no, you're not giving them a talk show after me. I want nothing to do. And that was sort of the end of Wendy and Nini's friendship. So hello, we need to like a quote from you. What's your take. Well, you, you got the scoop.
1: I got the scoop. Listen, this is where the train three year air works where I'm like, this is press like at the end of like, an, first of all, no one that didn't listen to this Tom Arnold chat, go and listen to my interview with Tom Arnold. It's a two day chat. I just, I mean, the man is like, does not, it's a real talk. There's no media screening. Like he's just like, so he's all about Roseanne. And the last time he saw Roseanne, which I don't know, I still love Roseanne as a show. But then yes, towards the end, he talked about Kelly Dodd and making out with Kelly Dodd on New Year's. I'm like, wait, (laughs) wait a second, wait a second. I'm so sorry. This has been an hour and a half chat. We're not going now, buddy. Like, this is like how coming, what is Kelly Dotica Kiss her. Like, come on. Then, yeah, somehow this came up about Nini leaks. And I'm like, wait, wait, slow down, dude. Yeah, that is what Tom is claiming. That basically him and Nene were gonna. I, it was gonna be like a pop culture, like on E type of thing. Um, you know, I could oh see God. Yeah. I Amazing. could see, I could see them doing, um, I, 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 I could see them doing that. Like they would be good to do like Nene and him would have been good. It would have been good. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: It, it would have been on so good. It would have been because Tom or, Ar- you know, you've interviewed Tom Arnold. Tom's a mess. I mean, like it just literally would have been like wrangling. Well,
1: I think Nini would have been more focused than Tom. I think Nini would have been more focused to it. That's what he said. And then I'm like, so then <laughs> when this podcast came out, you know, yes, paid six got involved and they were like, look, you know, you're not like when you read articles that it says like, you know, neither, you know, Tom Arnold nor Nini Leakes' reps have, you know, returned immediate calls. You know, it says all that, like usually. Mm-hmm. So, right. So they always reach out. And then, but Tom got back to paid six. And then yes, Nini, Miss Nini Leaks responded to the Behind the Velvet Row podcast. And NeNe leaks got back to page six. So then page six was calling me, being like, this is going to be a bigger thing than you think. Like, this is a big thing now. Cause like NeNe responded, but it's huge, huge. Tom, Tom was like, I mean, listen, Tom said it. So I don't know what he would have said. Like, it's not taken out of context. I have video and audio, bro. So, but Tom was like, no, I said that and I stand by it. But Nini was like, look, that's a, Hi, Tom. Haven't spoken to you in forever, but she's like, you know, that was her chance to be like, what what, what the fuck is Tom Arnold talking about me for? She's like, that's a true story. It's true. So all because of this bag and people should Google it. You should also listen to the episode, but you should Google it and see the bag. Yeah. I mean, all of these, and Tom Arnold was really funny on the show. He's like, what the dude, like, what are these, I mean, listen, Tom's a little old school, you know, he's like, what are these broads fighting over this purse? I mean, he didn't say it exactly. like like so there are listen Thomas he's genuine he's that you know he might need some sensitivity training but it was something like that but he he is genuinely a nice guy he just you know has an old school delivery um but yeah it's all over this bag and this yeah a hundred percent the talk show was nixed because of this bag and that's how much power we Williams has
0: Wendy reportedly had the bag because it was being auctioned off for charity. So she was posting about it on social media, trying to get attention for it, that someone was going to purchase it for a charity event. Very interesting to me. Very interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's... I'll be curious to see if Nini does work, like does get picked up mainstream ever again. You know, I, lo- I love her so much. I feel like it's so rare to find somebody so outspoken, but... I don't know. You know, there's just been there seems to be more and more stories coming out of like almost shows that happened with Nini that just like didn't go anywhere. I, you she know. had
1: another one with Brad Goreski that almost went that was going forward on E.
0: Well, it, and wasn't she was she ever tapped for fashion police? Wasn't she tested for fashion police? She Shoubles was
1: involved. On, yep.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then but since then, point, it was it was her and Brad Goreski. Like they were going to get a show. It's it's long over after this lawsuit. Like it's already been over, but it was something fashion related, pop culture. It wasn't going to be fashion police per se, but it was something to that effect.
0: But at some point, I think you have to ask too, I don't know, you know, like, okay, why are all these, you know, she she alleges that she was blacklisted, Nini does, but then you have to ask yourself, and I think it goes the same for Wendy, or are you your own worst enemy? You know what I mean? Because like, you're so talented and you've had so many of these different, I mean, Ryan Murphy, she worked with Ryan Murphy first, you know? So then at some point it's like, mm, I don't know, you know? I mean, well,
1: this is why people don't sue networks. I mean, this is why, I mean, yeah, I there's true. a lot, I mean, it's so it just raises the, the, right. the question, like.
0: Who's that? Power, you know?
1: like power to Nini. If this all really happens, and you're really saying, I don't give a fuck about working. I don't give a fuck about the network. Like this happens, and it's so wrong. You know, that's the other side of it. Of like, yeah, I don't care. I, I don't care. And so, but I, you know, I talked about the contracts before. Yeah, I could open the floodgates. I think you really sue the network when you got nothing to lose and i just think
0: Uh, you know like i don't know someone like wendy you know it's like that tom arnold and nini thing made so much sense it's like and and you know you almost wonder why didn't wendy co-produce it get a piece of it i don't know would they really fight over Would the bag end it or was there so much more to the story you know (laughs) I don't know. I just, I'm always like, lots of times people are, you know, these very amazing eccentric people that we see on television. They're so fun to watch, but we see with Jill Zarin. I mean, they're so difficult behind the scenes at some point, you know, even doesn't matter how talented you are. I think like a Sherry Shepard, Sherry Shepard's very, very talented, but Sherry's probably also pretty business savvy and mentally stable behind the scenes. And I think after a while, these networks, they're not, they just, they're not going to put up with your too much of your crazy. Like you have, you have to rein it in a little bit. And I'm, I'm not saying that about Nini because Tom Arnold's a hot mess too, but you know, you wonder, was that more killed because Tom and Nini are like, it's hard to wrangle. I'm just saying there, you know. I mean,
1: the egos, I mean, listen.
0: Exactly. Tom it's a lot.
1: and Nini would have been great on camera and I think explosive behind the scenes. I think they would have hated each other. I do.
0: I mean, we argue and you can, Tom is a
1: great, nice guy. I just think that, you know, and Nini gets it. I just think it would have been a disaster. I mean, look at Tom and Roseanne. I mean, he talked about it. He said Roseanne once like something hid to, Oh, Roseanne took all the batteries out of every remote control in his house so he came home to put the tv on I mean again why don't go and listen to this Tom article chat because I'm like and he just and then he went to another remote and he's like what and finally after like an hour of not being able to put on his own fucking tv I mean granted can't you just go and like open the can't you just go and stand there and do it um but like he's like no and I'm like what yeah oh it's a whole thing and then like he had he, Roseanne, had, he had Roseanne and his bodyguard detained. They were trying to leave the country. She, after she broke up with it, she started dating her body. It was like a whole thing. It was a whole thing of like, I'm like, you two people are so sick. So sick. I know. All um, right. I
0: have to love you and leave you.
1: All right. Where can everyone find you?
0: Sarah Fraser show at the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok. I put out new episodes, seven days a week, Sarah Fraser show podcast, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, radio, everywhere pods are played.
1: And I'm David Yontef. Follow me on TikTok behind the velvet rope. Just follow did. me on TikTok. I'm going to have to have a contest of like, you know, the first 200 people to follow me. I don't know. Let's do a contest. Um, love you. Love you and leave you. Keep in touch. we will talk to you later.
0: Bye, gorgeous. Bye.
1: Bye.